whispers of the soul. Let's look at stress. Do you get stressed? Well, I think we actually all get stressed at some point and stress isn't a bad thing. Too much stress is a bad thing. Stress consuming you, stress overwhelming you is a bad thing. And what is stress? And why do we get stressed? And why do we overthink things to make us stressed? Because that's what happens, isn't it? That's what that's what causes it. We think a situation is a certain way and it may not be. We worry about things that haven't happened and get stressed about things that haven't happened yet. And they may never happen. But we've already started second guessing and thinking about them. And we've already determined that certain outcomes are going to be coming to us. We've already evaluated situations and we've already decided the outcome. We've already decided that someone doesn't like us for whatever reason. We've already decided that we can't do something without trying. And we get stressed. We get stressed because we've got so many tasks to do at home and we don't get through them all. We get stressed because we've got so many tasks to do at work and we don't get through them all. We get stressed because we're sitting in traffic and we're frustrated because there's delays, because there's queues and tailbacks and you name it, we get stressed. So what about in those situations? Breathing. Five, four, three, two, one. Take a deep breath in and exhale. What about thinking about different things? What about stepping away from the situation that's stressing you and taking a good look and a logical approach and a, and a different view of what's happening and thinking about what is in my control right now? Because you're only in control of what you're in control of. You can only control what you can control. You can't control the actions of others. You can't control whether there's traffic. You can't control whether your workload is not going to get done because other things have been presented to you which are taking priority now and your list is growing and you're not able to complete your tasks. You know, you've got to rationalise. You've got to look at the situation in front of you. If you're unable to complete those tasks, then you are unable to complete those tasks. And there have been situations where, you know, people are, and I've experienced this, micromanaged to within an inch of their life, you know, having to account for every minute, every second of their day almost. And often... There are situations beyond our control which ultimately change the outcomes. You know, you can plan. You can plan the night before. 
You can plan what you're going to do and everything goes pear-shaped the following morning when you arrive at work because a colleague, for instance, is not in for whatever reason. Had to go somewhere else as an emergency. Um, it's not in because they felt ill. Whatever the reason, you're now faced with additional duties. Additional. So your list is growing. There's no way you can get through it. Stress is where you're getting so worked up about just about everything that you're not taking time. So what is stress? Stress feels uncomfortable, doesn't it? But not every uncomfortable not every uncomfortable feeling is stress, is it? There are other feelings that would make it uncomfortable. And you could be confused about what you feel is stressful. So people use the word stress with other terms or feelings such as worry or anxiety or fear. But stress is at the heart of all of it. We feel convicted that we won't be able to cope with challenges that we're facing. So we worry about things. Stress can provoke fear, anxiety and worry, but all of them will represent a different emotional reaction. Is worry the same as stress? Worry is an unrealistic way of us trying to avoid unpleasant consequences. So we ask ourselves, what if, what if, what if I fall sick, what if I lose my job, what if, and we fret. Now, we don't need or want those thoughts popping in our minds, but it's very hard to stop them. So it might feel like worrying or thinking about problems is helping you know, sometimes you, you start thinking and you think you can think your way through the problem by overthinking, by thinking through your problem, but it doesn't help, does it? So you're trying to confront a situation and trying to address a situation that often hasn't happened yet. Hans Sell, a Hungarian physician, said, it's not stress that kills us, it's our reaction to it, and I believe that. So with worry being a mental habit, fear is an instinctive reaction. Now fear is a survival trait, isn't it? Our reactions to fear are grouped into four categories. Escape, aggressive defence, so your escape is flight, isn't it? Aggressive defence is the fight, which is part of fight or flight. Freezing immobility, which it's like trying to hide. Or submission and appeasement, so the threat comes 
from within our own circle. And the best option is sometimes to suppress our anger and avoid being rejected. So how to tell our feelings apart? If it's fear, our untaught instinctive reaction to a known threat, that's what fear is, or worry, repetitive and recurring thoughts, sometimes in an attempt to avoid even more uncomfortable feelings or anxiety, unwarranted or excessive fear, especially about vague or unknown things. And then the stress, the perceived inability to meet life's demands. Worry, I have always said, is praying for things we don't want. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Anxiety is an unnecessary reaction to something that hasn't happened yet. And the stress that comes from all of it, and I think it is combined, just gives us the feeling that we can't cope with something, whatever situation it may be that's presenting itself. So if we're feeling nervous or tense, are we necessarily experiencing stress? It's helpful to think about those four different categories, fear, worry, anxiety and stress. And we need to know what to do about them. How can we help ourselves? You have to look at whether Whatever the situation is, is it a situation you can change or is it a situation outside your control? If it's a situation you can change, then you can do something about it. If it's a situation outside of your control, then it's liable to increase your frustration because you can't do anything about it. So that's problem-focused coping. So obviously if you can change the situation, this will reduce your stresses because you can do something about it. Whereas your stress levels will be heightened if it's out of your control. If it's emotion-focused coping, then there could be unresolved problems, health problems, there could be possibly a health situation that's deteriorating or a situation at work where you felt close to someone and then that relationship has broken down. And that's, those are situations that you can change. And then there could be situations that you can't change. They're outside of your control. You have to look at the situations. Can you? Is the situation something you can change or something you can't change? So, for instance, if it's no, then you need to use emotion-focused coping skills. Okay? You need to look at what you can do 
if it's a yes, is it a good time to make a change? If you answer yes to that, then use focused, problem-focused coping mechanisms. If it's a no, use emotion-focused coping mechanisms. Emotion-focused tactics involve trying to control your response to a stressor. It's sensible if you've got no control over your circumstances or if you can't change your situation. Changing your reaction can limit its negative impact. So changing your reaction to something can really help and taking your attention away from it, even for 17 seconds, just that detachment helps. Emotion-focused methods would include, you know, getting support from others, could be family, friends or colleagues. It could be that you meditate or pray. It could be that you write, you keep some sort of diary. It could be that you seek help with someone who can help you through it who's external, such as a, a counsellor, a life coach or a therapist of some or practitioner of some sort. A lot of psychologists agree that there are situations where emotion-focused coping may be the right choice in the short term, but that's provided we do choose a strategy that actively addresses our feelings rather than trying to avoid our feelings. Now, which method you choose is likely to vary from one stressor to another and you need to look at things like alcohol or drugs for instance may offer a brief respite from stress but can lead to other things like dependency, health problems, comfort eating, comfort eat, it's unhealthy, you could gain weight can also hurt your self-esteem. Dwelling on bad situation tends to make things even worse, make you feel worse. The avoidance, you know, denying there's a problem and not fixing it, that's going to cause more problems. You're not addressing the situations. And blaming yourself increases the risk of depression. At the same time, blaming others can alienate people. There's a lot to look at with stress and we'll be going through this. And I think the emphasis is on what, what we do. Can we handle stress? How do we handle stress? And I'll be going into more detail about it. Mm -hmm.